What's up, everybody? Welcome to the People Choice Podcast, episode 24. I'm here bringing you something a little different because normally you guys are expecting, you know, maybe an interview or heck, when are you going to bring back sessions or don't hate my take? It's been a while or even your review thing. All that's coming, guys, I promise. But this idea actually came from a good friend of mine. So shout out to you, Stephanie, for uh, giving me this advice, you know, right there. <laughs> um, you know, with everything going on with the, you know, the holidays is here, you know, Memorial Day and stuff. And just the way people have been that I've known personally, that the way they're feeling and even the way I'm feeling like certain times, you know, we're not always happy. You know, we're not always, you know, OK. Uh, we all go through things and. I don't see a lot of podcasts really talk too much about like self-love or, you know, mental health or, you know, just real stuff that people go through. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to instead of doing an interview, which I mean, I got some already in the archives ready to go, but I'm just going to push them for, you know, future dates. So next Tuesday and stuff like that. But I feel like this will be perfect to talk to you guys about you know, stuff that really matters. So I took basically clips from every interview or every episode that I've had and took the, either their favorite quote or took a favorite saying of theirs or something they said that was really impactful and put it on one. And I hope it really helps reach someone out there that's going through something either out loud or in private. I hope it helps motivate somebody. I hope it touches somebody, you know, Thank you guys all for, you know, coming back to the channel. A lot of new uh, faces or I should say faces, but uh, messages I've gotten. Uh, thank you for the new subscribers, guys. Please continue to like, subscribe, share, comment on the YouTube channel. Let's continue to grow that as well. You can catch me also on Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I mean, I'm all over the place, guys, you know, and here to stay with all you guys' help. But thank you all for everything. Shout out to my partners at Bluer Futures. Shout out to my partners at We Speak Facts. Please check them out. So, uh, yeah, that's about it, guys. I hope you enjoy this episode. This episode 24 of the Pew's Choice Podcast. And uh, please comment. Let me know. Inbox me. Message me. I love talking to my peeps. Make sure you guys are okay. I love ideas. I love feedback, positive or constructive, you know, feedback. It's all good. So uh, take care. Enjoy the video and see you guys next Tuesday. Uh, physical touch. So it's like, since quality time is my top one, I spend time like with myself. I spend time with my friends. I spend time doing what I like and a part of that it's you're gonna have bad days but you have to remind yourself like it's only a bad day it's not a bad life it's gonna keep going like you're gonna keep going i promise but you know some of our friends like unfortunately like they couldn't keep going and that's what like made me want to live my life for them because they should have like i wish that they could be here to experience like my victories and i wish that mm -hmm. i could be here so that i could celebrate their victories but i have to live i feel like sometimes they're watching me so i what is your favorite quote my favorite quote mm -hmm. hmm what day is it <laughs> <laughs> the 26th uh saturday my favorite quote is uh, it's a vince lombardi medal of a man is is measured by uh his, his effort it's it's not 
winning is not a sometimes thing. It's an all the time thing. You do, you do, uh, you create winning habits. So winning is not a sometimes thing. It's an all the time thing. It's my favorite quote. And uh, that doesn't always mean the scoreboard. Yep. Says, I noticed you're big on quotes from all your interviews, but what is your favorite quote? Oh, man, that's a good one. There's so many great quotes, but one that always sticks to my head and tries to help mold me into the person I'm trying to become. And when it's all said and done, the quote, I don't know who originally started, but I heard first heard from Big Sean. It was from one of his freestyles where he said, I'm trying to take the greatest story never told and make it my own. So that's my favorite quote right there, because I've been through a lot in life. I've overcame a lot of things. Um, and one day I think this is going to be a great, a great story to tell on uh, maybe like a documentary or a book. So that's what keeps me going. And that's what keeps me positive. That's what keeps me trying to be the best that I can be. I'm trying to take the greatest story never told and make it my own. So, yeah. The bad times. My favorite quote with to be um hmm you know what my favorite quote would have to be this tattoo that I actually have on my arm and it says mm-hmm. I don't want you to save me I want you to stand by my side as I save myself and it's very important to me because um A lot. You don't want somebody to enable you, okay? I don't anyway. You want somebody to say, hey, correct me if I'm wrong. If I don't know, teach me. Mold me. Help me. Guide me. You know what I mean? If if you, you know, if you, if you love me, teach me, guide me. Don't let me go on the wrong direction if I do go in the wrong direction when I come back and I realize it just be there for me but I think one of my my dad's so funny my dad has super funny quotes um but I'm not sure if this really applies to life but my dad's famous quote he would always say is if a frog had a glass ass would it jump? <laughs> That's different. <laughs> Honestly, till this day, I have no idea what it means. Maybe some of some of your viewers know what that means. Yeah, um, please, any of my peeps, please comment or message me. If not, if that's, not that's black parents, please tell me what that means. <laughs> no, but can you say it one more time? If a frog. Mm-hmm. Had a glass ass, would it jump? <laughs> I like that. And you just continue to just keep your head down, just keep plowing, keep going, and keep going. I mean, it's amazing. So, you want to touch on that, bro? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm a big believer in like telling your story, like telling your your testimony because it's beautiful and it's yours, and no one can take that from you. Um, so, I lost. My father, when I was nine years old, to leukemia. And I think that's what really kind of sparked everything and made me grow up at a very young age. And then um, on my 19th birthday, I lost my grandmother who raised me. So I, I wasn't raised by my biological parents. I was raised by my grandparents. 
Um, so that really hit me hard. And then in 2017, I lost my biological mother. Um, and that, that kind of just like was, I don't know, devastating to say the least. It was something that I never thought I would, you know, see at, at such an age. And uh, it just made me open my eyes to how precious life is. But to, you know, put that all into correlation, um, at nine years old, when my father passed away, he, he was doing he was doing music. And his album was going to be called Rise and Shine. So I did music with him. And that, so pretty much how Rise and Shine started was, um, it's me finishing his legacy. Like, you know, because he was never able to finish that album, I always, like, I made a vow to myself as a little kid that if I'm breathing and when I get older and if I'm able to, I'm going to help someone because I know what it feels like to be helpless and not know what to do with someone that you love. So um, now here I am, years later, pushing to make an impact and, to live by that phrase that means so much to me, which is like showing up every every single day and giving it all you got. And whenever I lost my grandmother and my biological mom, it just meant so much more. Like it wasn't it wasn't ever about me to to begin with, but when when I lost them, it became like my backbone. It was something that I, I can always look at and be like, it makes me happy because I know when I say it and when I'm wearing it, it makes me think of them. So um, that's why Rise and Shine is not just like, you know, a positive saying to me. It's it's my life. It's something that I live by and that I try to promote because it's it's my family. And I want to make them proud every single day with everything that I'm doing. And I just hope that whenever it's my time that I can leave a, a, a lasting impact uh, in this world to show to show everyone that no matter what happens to you, you can keep going been following rob level for a long time since i was a teenager he was still like a very independent underground rap artist now he's seeing more of the mainstream attention and he said one time that feelings come and go but the work must get done and i live by that when i when i have a personal problem or an emotional one what keeps me rooted and grounded and sane and keeps my self-confidence balanced is if I still put in the work. So no matter what's happening in my life, I always got my schedule. I always do my vocal warm-ups. I always write new bars. I always work out. And those like three, four things come before anything else, before anybody else. So yeah, feelings come and go, but the work must get done my guess what's a quote that really motivates them that gets them going uh or just a saying that like maybe your mom said to your dad growing up or something like what what's your favorite one my favorite quote hakuna matata because <laughs> <laughs> liking yes you can't hold on to the past you can't you gotta just let some stuff go and i think that helped me move forward with a lot of stuff. Cause y'all, y'all got that from the Lion King, but my mom, she said that a lot growing up because that was her favorite movie. <laughs> so that is something that really stuck with me. Like I believe that. Cause if you holding on to past stuff, how are you supposed to move forward? Amen. Amen on yeah. that. What's your favorite quote or something that was like drilled in your brain that you constantly like use to this day or pass down to like your clients or whatever? Never half-ass anything. Always give it your whole ass. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go.
kind of funny too, but it's so serious. Like, never half-ass anything. Give it your whole ass. I I like to call out my clients sometimes. Just be like, hey, don't half-ass this, man. Like, at least give it your whole ass. That's something I've heard for a long time. I don't know where it came from. I really don't. Like, I just heard it when I was younger, and I was like, I like that. That's kind of funny. <laughs> God, you know, okay, motivational, okay. spiritual. Okay, you know, so like, what is your go-to quote when things just either aren't doing so good, or even if they are doing good, like something that that I'm really motivates you? Matter of fact, I'm gonna show you, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. I ain't even gonna tell you. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. I got it tatted on, right? Because I, it was, it was times I, I really wanted to give up with shit, bro. Uh -huh. But I had to look down, and the shit it keep me going like every day, no matter what, bro. Like the shit really keep me going. I got it right here. It's a faith. Mm -hmm. And it's got the whole quote right there. Faith is believing that by, I forgot what the hell I even got on it, but it's, it, I just, it just, it just, it just keep, like, it keep me going, bro. It's, it's my favorite quote. But it was, it was something I, I heard, it was something I heard my, uh, my varsity head coach. He said, because he's actually a minister. Okay. It's something I heard him say. And when he said it, like, I, it caught me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in a, like I said, I was in a position right there. I was in a situation right there that, like, I, I was I was second guessing a lot of things. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So when he said it, I kind of like I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. I wrote it in my phone. I went home and I just read. I just read it and looked over it. And then for like probably about a month, like a whole month straight, like it stuck with me every day. You know what I'm saying? I read it every day. Like it helped me get through the day. It helped me get through like. Some of the days where I'm wanting to give up on a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? Some days where I'm feeling like, yeah, you feel me? Oh, yeah. So, but I'm going I'm to read it. I'm going to read it out. I'm going to try to read it out anyway. But it say faith is believing that by reaching out and grabbing nothing, it will soon manifest into something. Amen. So, it, it's, it, that's, really what, that's really what helped me kind of stay level-headed. You feel me? That's what's up, man. It really I can be a decent human being and be somebody that I can be proud of and God can be proud of. Somebody told me a long time ago, if you have your approval and God's approval, you really don't need anybody else's. And yeah, I kind of like that. Amen. I actually can't even name one situation. I've been through a lot of shit. No. So at the end of the day, it's just like... Yeah, nah, about not letting stuff yeah. that's out of your control yeah. stress you out yeah. and just me, keep your vision on what you wanted on tunnel vision out like don't stress the stuff you got no control over and I had to learn that at an early age you know yeah. so I just always kept that in the back of my mind that's what keeps me so strong you know? Amen. This, yeah, I was like, this is inefficient and the layout's terrible for me to, to be doing this. So I switched to Wattpad uh, exclusively. And then eventually I was like, I want to build my own platform. I'm building this thing called the Andre Archives. Um, so then I went to get my own, I had my own, I had my own website. And then the URL for that website was absolutely atrocious. So I got another URL. Like I bounce in so many different places mm -hmm. and each time I did house Academy has undergone changes house Academy underwent changes last week. I didn't change platforms again, but I went back and I started 
editing again, making sure that the parts that I already had out, I what I found grammar errors, spelling errors. Mm-hmm. And I've gone over these things like six times and it's going to happen. Don't let it discourage you. Don't let it hold you back. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen again and again and again and again, like Mr. Krabs in the episode of SpongeBob and the next day and the next day <laughs> and the next day. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. You just have to keep at it. It's It sucks. It sucks a lot. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I hope nobody saw that spelling error. Like, that was, oh, that was stupid. Like, that was dumb. <laughs> I got the wrong two in the sentence. That's horrible. It's two, two, and two. Just so many quotes, right? Like, and for every situation, too. Like, I'll show you. Uh, like, I have this book. Uh, it's my journal. And I have, like, quotes for everything. I have, uh, I have a vision board. Like, everything I want. That is like, amazing. I, have, I, have, I got, yeah, I got, I mean, I got and, you one. That's pretty cool. I, I highly recommend it, right? Because uh, so there's a few quotes, right, in, in relation to that. Like uh, I, I listen to podcasts a lot uh, too. So one of the podcasts that I listen to is uh, Lewis House. Uh, this the name of the show is uh, School of Greatness, and uh, he had on a guest named uh, Andrew Huberman, who's a neuroscientist. And one thing that he said that really stuck to me was that uh, you have to have a vision of the future that you can always um, go back to, right? Like, so if, uh, if things get tough, then you always um, you always go back to that vision. It keeps you motivated uh, because regardless of what's happening in the present, if you keep that vision of the future that you want to happen in your mind and in front of your mind, like these things that are happening at the present moment are kind of uh, like, they, they, they almost seem tri- trivial, you know what I mean? Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's almost trivial because uh, the vision of the future should be more powerful from an emotional standpoint than what you're going through in the present, right? Um, and then something related to that, I don't know if you know uh, Jesse Itzler, uh, Itzler. He's, the, he's, uh, he's one of the owners of the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, yeah, his, uh, his main business, he has a lot of businesses, and, uh, but he's pretty cool. He has a book um, where, uh, uh, what's that book about? The, the book is about, like, he had an army or a Navy SEAL stay with him for, uh, for 30, 30 days, and uh, they did all this uh, really tough stuff together. Anyway, uh, you should look him up. He's, uh, he's a really cool guy. Uh, and he has a really cool attitude about uh, about life and uh, everything. Really, he's one of uh, he's very inspirational. Uh, but one thing that he said that always stuck uh, stuck with me, or is still sticking with me, is always like, and it's, it's very simple. Remember tomorrow, right? Like, um, if you're gonna do something uh, today that you know it's not gonna be really good, like um, you're gonna get drunk tonight, right? Like, uh, before you do, remember tomorrow, right? It's gonna be fun right now. But well, how are you going to feel about it tomorrow, right? If you're thinking about blowing off work, uh, not coming in for work to do something else, remember tomorrow. Like before you do it, remember tomorrow. And it's going to be fun right now, but how are you going to feel about it tomorrow? And, and all these things, right? Like always remember tomorrow. And uh, so then even if situation in the present is, is hard, uh, and you couple that with your vision of the future, then it makes things bearable, right? Like you can live in the future because everything that you're going to do in the present is going to make that future happen. You know, 
Mm. Everybody's not. Everybody that has a podcast ain't good at talking to people. Mm. And you already have, like, that's one of the hardest skills, and you have that, right? Yeah. So just keep tuning in, man. Keep coming back every week. Like, keep listening to the sessions and watching you develop, man. That's that's really all I got, man. I ain't yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. And you know what? And I know this ain't my interview, but I gotta ask because you know you're one person I always looked up to to the days we've done football to just the way you always carried yourself. What is one quote that like you lean on that just gets you through, or a saying, or like I'm a positive person, you know? Like what what motivates you, bro? What's your what's your or your quote? I should say. Let me stop change the question. <laughs> what's your favorite quote, bro? Um, well, my grandpa just, and it's always like a different rendition of the same idea. And like, I just feel like it's like a, a black person, like proverb, like always like keep moving, like keep moving forward. Even if you have to slow down, keep moving forward. And it's just that simple. Like it runs into so many thoughts and like, it's such a basic principle, mm-hmm. but that is, that is, and it's just that, that idea. Just to keep moving, keep the wheels turning, no matter what. It can't stop. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. Just slow down. But you have to keep going, and that's what I lean on. Not having a good day, and she sensed it. She was like, "Hey, what's going on?" Talked about you know everything that's going on that day. Um, and of course, she knows that I'm an artist, right? She knows I draw, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the full quote. I don't remember all that she said because it was a paragraph, and it was very sweet. But she told me that you are an inspired creator in the world of thoughtless destroyers. Mm. Thoughtless destroyers. And ever since, and listen to me, ever since, that was 2016. That quote has been in my Instagram bio since. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because that really, the she she finessed me, bro. The way she said that to me, man, really? just just hit me, bro. One more time, like, man. That was that's I felt that that was nice. You are an inspired creator in a world of thoughtless destroyers. Mm. And I might put down a shirt uh, now that I say it. I was uh, in- players or players on the verge of quitting because of obstacles and difficulties they dealt through, even though they're talented players. So, what message do you have for them? Uh, don't give up. Uh, you know, that's what you know. That's what everybody wants you to do. Be a failure. You know, give up. You know, your, your goal should be proven wrong. And uh, when I took my break, you know, people said, "Oh, you, you ain't gonna never be nothing," and all that. So, you know, prove your God is wrong. You know, that's all. But really, I'm trying to send a uh, message to everybody about. Really, that's awesome. That's awesome. What was the hardest thing about college? <laughs> so many things just came to my head. <laughs> um, keeping my mental health good. I'm gonna be very transparent about that because it's never talked about. And I think for me it was just really hard because I was homesick and I was trying to deal with a lot of um stuff going on, like with my extracurriculars and trying to keep my grades up. The rain really like affects you. I don't care how much you love the rain, like seeing it every day for eight months is going to like do something to you mentally. And so I stayed on campus like from morning till night. So I never really saw the sun. And 
I was just so drained and I would go home. I was just, it was just like, go home and then go to, go to sleep, do home, no, do homework, go to sleep, wake up, do the same thing again, go to class. I really had to make sure that I was okay. Like sometimes, to be honest, I wasn't like eating just because I was so stressed about like life. I was like, this is not it. This is just a lot. I was going through breakups. I was going through like losing my friends I had to cut off some friends like back home that Mm -hmm. shit really sucked like it took a toll on me and it's just like I don't know how I did it but I did it by going to therapy and I had the support of my friends mostly like I live with my best friends I have my best friends like they're a call away and then with the help of my therapist like she was a black woman that was the most like that was probably the best decision I had ever made just because I, I took care of like my mental health. And like, I, I was like, I was so refusing. I did not want to go to therapy. I was just like, no, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. But then when you start like thinking to a certain degree where it's like, okay, I can't think like this anymore. You have to do that. Like you have to take care of yourself. And if you can't afford therapy, then learn your love languages and do that for yourself. Like, for example, my love languages are words or quality time, words of affirmation and, um, I think uh, physical touch. So it's like, since quality time is my top one, I spend time like with myself. I'm going to do this or I want to do that. I want to be a positive person. I need to be a positive person. I need to, they'll say need to and want to and all these other words. And really those are just words of procrastinating. Trust me, I know I am the king of procrastinating, which I'm not proud of, but that's a flaw that I've accepted. And I've, I'm changing it slowly. Talking about it, exactly. And you know, <clears throat> you really just gotta do it. Just try. You know, I would say just like Nike, just do it. You know, and you know, it may not be easy. You may not even, you know, get the basically the people in your life that you would hope that will recognize you're changing and you're being mm-hmm. a better person. But at the same time, God puts people in your life for a reason. Yep. You know, the right people. You know, at the right time. Exactly. And, they don't, and people see that you're changing, and they're not happy for you that you're changing. Yep. Then God will basically he he will he will separate them. Yep. You know, and I hate to you know because I know a lot of people that's a touchy subject when it comes to you know faith and belief and religion and stuff. But like, so just throw God in there. But you know, I'm a big believer in the Lord, and I love God. I love Jesus Christ you know, a man of faith. So I'll explain that. And anyone who's followed me, you know, on social media, they know that of me, <clears throat> but basically that's just, you know, I know my everyone is, so that's why I explain that. But basically that's, that's about it, man. You just got to really try, recognize the people that, you know, are are truly in your corner for you, your mm-hmm. team. It's important to surround with people. It's important to just try to be more positive. Yeah. And no matter if it's compliments or oh yeah, go ahead. And then there's nothing wrong with change. You know, growing up, you know, um just hearing people, oh, you changed, da da da, da. And, you know, you get upset, oh, I ain't changed, da, da, I'm the same, da, 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 da. I've you changed, know. guys, I promise. <laughs> you know, there ain't nothing wrong with change. You know, change is you know, elevating, you know, and maturity, you know, it's there's nothing wrong with change at all. Changing your mindset, changing your, your crowd, you know. And it may upset other other people, but at the same time, if it's, <coughs> if it's making you better, if it's making you better, 
and it's, it's bringing a, a more positive look in your life then oh well you know you know they'll come around if they don't come around then they won't for you it's called bridging the gap man i heard this from snoop doggy dog <laughs> she was still calling that no i'm just playing now for from uh he said it one time and it's so true and i think about this quote and i think about some of my friends too because he's like it's called bridging the gap he's like you got you know this gap right here i know it's hard probably to see but like there's like a little gap or it might be a big gap you know this is you as a person you're elevating yourself you're reaching your goals you're putting effort into those goals you want to become a better person now you you got some people down here that don't want you to change. They don't want to change. They don't like what you're doing. They don't want to see you become this person you're set out to be. But if they love you and they truly care for you and they're meant to be in your life, then what they're going to do is bridge that gap. What they're going to do elevate is elevate themselves. themselves to be on the same level with you. It's not ever supposed to be you going down to them because once you do that, now you missed a step and you missed a beat. You probably missed opportunities. Bless You're probably doing things that's going to put you back in life than moving forward. So really, it's always up to them to bridge the gap. And they've never bridged the gap. It's okay mm-hmm. to lose people. It sucks. It hurts. I've lost a lot of people that I thought that were like brothers to me, that were like sisters to me. I've lost friends, cousins, real family members. It's okay, though, because at the end of the day, you are growing as a person, as a human being, you know, and if they can't elevate themselves or don't want to elevate themselves, that's that's on them. You know, you could try and Lord knows I've tried and I've held on probably too long to some people. But if they're not willing to elevate themselves with you, then you got to let them go. Yeah, you cannot be forced down, Mm -hmm. you know, by it. Oh, man, it's going great, man. Just starting the podcast up. I'm getting so much uh, positive feedback from people. Um, you know, just it's been going great, man. Be honest, like my first episode with Coach Russell Stone. Um, I don't know if you got to check that out. I mean, it's it's pretty long, but uh, that had over 500 views, like all over like different platforms from Spotify, hey, YouTube, Facebook. I mean, it's that's how it starts, man. A lot of people. I've come to find out, like, uh, when they they release something, they want, like, a huge following base, like, from the get-go. And I'm like, dude, you, you got to establish the groundwork. Like, unless you are an established, like, personality, you're not going to have, like, millions, thousands views off the get-go. But 500 for your first, that is a perfect way to actually start. I oh, mean, yeah. that, that's extremely impressive for your first uh, podcast. So, Thank you, man. Thank you. No, no problem, man. No problem. So let's let's dive into uh, to you, man, because, you know, um, you to me are one of the most interesting people, man. You know, you got from, you know, being a photographer to uh, you doing films and also mixed martial arts. I mean, let's dive in to get to know you for, you know, my audience, because I've been promoting this out and a lot of them want to know you know, more about you because most of them have a hard time just doing one profession. And it's like you're doing three Plus, I'm pretty sure you got some stuff that I don't even know about just yet. So let's dive uh, into uh, some of that, man. Okay. So um, from the get-go, for your viewers, uh, my name is Alfred Graham. I'm actually the third. My father is a junior, and my grandfather is the original. Uh, I'm 25. I graduated from Western class of 2013. 
Now, like most people, like most people from uh, Western, they want to go into the military, a good chunk of them, even if that ain't what they originally wanted. Uh, I wanted to go into the military. Unfortunately, uh, it was about a month and some change before I actually graduated. So I had my contract. I had my ship out date. I was ready to go. But instead of being able to ship out a month, a month and a half before we graduated, Mm -hmm. I ended up having a seizure out of nowhere. Now, I've had a total of three seizures in my life. Uh, Once when I was like an infant, once when I was like four years old. And then, of course, the one of being able to ship out a month, a month and a half before we graduated, Mm -hmm. I ended up having a seizure out of nowhere. Now, I've had a total of three seizures in my life. Uh, Once when I was like an infant, once when I was like four years old. And then, of course, the one my senior year of high school which disqualified me. Now, they told me five years down the road, I could sit there and retry and uh, become uh, enlisted that way again if I ain't had no outbursts or anything like that. But at 18 years old, the only thing you wanted to do was serve in the military and then it basically being taken away from you. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, I pissed and moaned around my mom's house for... Uh, shit. Probably three solid months. I worked a factory job. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, but in the process of all of this, I was consuming large amounts of movies, uh, large amounts of films. I mean, I was watching your B-list films. I was watching like your Oscar films. I was watching stuff off YouTube and not so much to, uh, where I'm at now, literally today, all I do is just nonstop consume film. If it's something I've seen, I'll watch it again. If it's something I haven't seen. Uh, but back then I was just watching it and I didn't realize it was a coping mechanism for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was upset, cause I was reminded of, Oh, I couldn't serve. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I sat there and would just watch a movie. And I realized it was like a drug for me. My, my personality, my emotions would change rapidly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was shortly, shortly near the end of 2013. I wanted, I, I fully decided, you know what? Movies is where it's at. I want to make a movie. I knew nothing about what, the filmmaking process at all didn't have a camera didn't have no audio gear didn't have i mean like all i knew is life has been good life has been rough uh i had a couple of falls where i shouldn't be here but god wasn't ready for me to leave uh, so i'm still fighting man i'm steady fighting and born fighter yes sir and you know now in my life Elvin. I focus on motivation speaking, mm-hmm. you know, especially dealing with, with the younger youth. And you know, I deal with, with the schools, with the wrestling teams and stuff like that. Uh, guys in the gym, you know, trying to keep them off the streets because I know how the streets were. I came up on the streets, you know, and it was, it was a lot of headaches. It was a lot of trouble. It was in and out of jail, which was, was nothing good. So. Eventually in life, I got to the point where I just, actually I had my first son, and that changed my whole life. Right then, I knew the, the banging and all that crazy stuff was was necessary. Because if I continue that, I, it was going to be two results. I was going to either go to jail 
or I was going to get killed. And then my son wouldn't have a father. And that's something I always strived on because the simple fact is that when I was young, I didn't have that father figure. I was searching. So I, I found my inspiration slash father figure out in the streets. You know, I had an OG that was, was real good. He taught me a lot. Uh, the streets taught me a lot. Uh, like I said, I, I, I made some wrong decisions, some bad decisions, but I don't. I, I haven't done anything in life that I regret because you know, one thing you can't do, you can't change the past. Yeah. So I don't. I don't concern myself with changing the past. It's it's the present and the future is, is what I'm concerned about. You know, I have three girls and three boys, all of them grown. Uh, I think I've been a, a very good father figure with to them. Uh, all my kids, I'm proud of. You know, I always have one or two that sways off, but they come back on the right side. You know, so life itself is a blessing, man. It's a blessing. I, I walk around and like when I come in the gym, I'm told a lot that you know that I motivate a lot of guys do 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 doing stuff. And the thing about that, you don't, you never know who you motivate in life. You, you never know who's watching you. You know, so when, when I come in the gym, I don't care how much pain I'm in. I try to smile with it. You know, if somebody want to talk, want to stop me and talk, I get, I, I great get it to them. You know, because <clears throat> some people watching you in a in a way that you could never believe it. Okay, and and some some people watch you so closely they can they can dictate what you're getting ready to do, and and that's that's when it's crazy. But you know, long as it's not a, in a in a vicious way that they're watching you and trying to follow you, it's okay. I'm gonna give you the advice I, I did to myself because I, I tell myself because I want to give up a lot, so I still want to give up till this day. So, but it's like. You got to know what's at the end of the tunnel before you even walk through it, you feel me? Yeah. So what I do, if I don't feel like going to the studio, what I do, make myself go. If I feel like writing a song, I make myself go. When I'm in the booth, if something don't sound right, nah, I redo it. I don't care if I done redid it 12 times. You redo it to how, to how you want it. So just keep it pushing and shoot. If I, I don't care if I don't blow as big as... J. Cole, I'm gonna do it to the day I die. So if that's your craft, that's something you like, don't ever give up on something you like. Cause then you won't regret it. So that's all the advice I gotta give is like just keep on with it. No matter how hard it gets, it's gonna work. Sometimes you gotta work for stuff in life. If it ain't that hard, just get it. <laughs> Amen, man. Like quotes or sayings that really get you through either the good times or the bad times. Um, let me see. I don't really got no favorite quotes. I know I could tell you one quote I remember offhand. It's a it's a good quote. Okay. I think it's Frederick Frederick Douglass. It's uh, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. So with that being said, I spend a lot of my time and my energy working with children. You know what I'm saying? Because they're a lot more open minded. They receive information a lot better. You know what I'm saying? They're more excited to learn. Mm. That's all. Awesome. Older once we. So, you know, we kind of stuck in, in our ways. ways you know? <laughs> I like that. That's, that's a good quote right there. Or that you lean on during the good times or bad times. Oh, man. 
the first one that came to mind when you said when you asked that is hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard mm, <laughs> that's, that's yes. the one right there for me um i i'm like a firm believer in hard work and like you know i feel like people tell me a lot of times like oh like you're so gifted like you do this you do that but the, i feel like you know i appreciate the the gestures of that but you know nobody sees the work that goes in behind closed doors you know what i mean so like mm -hmm. there's a lot of like time spent like watching watching films of other people watching films of myself watching like all these types of films and stuff like that like these analytical videos and then like going out like i think a lot i was um just this past um this past semester uh the fall during the fall i was up in new york um training um and i was doing it was like it'd be like freezing cold out like you know i'm sitting here trying to get it in um the summer before that it would be like 90 degrees blazing hot outside and i'm still out there trying to get it in you know like heat of the day and um yeah i think it's it's just relentless work is what you know people see but on the outside looking in it just looks like oh that's just like I always love to do on the People's Choice podcast is always ask people what's their favorite quote or saying that really motivates them and gets them through either the tough times or the good times. So, like, what's what's your favorite mo uh, motivational quote or just quote in general? <laughs> My favorite quote would always be fear is in the word itself. If you fear the word fear, what you're going to do, you're not going to give you your best shot. Mm. We, live, we live life one time. Why not do the best thing? Why not take something that you love and make it everything mm. and surround it by your life? So I always feel like fear is in this word itself, meaning like you just fear fear. That brings me on anything because if, if I'm not scared to do it, what can stop me? Yeah. Amen. What's a quote that you really love during either the good times or bad times? Hmm. No amount of money can ever buy a second of time. I like that. Yes. <laughs> Say that one more time for me. No amount of money could ever buy a second of time. Basically, use your time, enjoy enjoy your time, because you know you can never buy it, no matter how rich you are. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm hella cake, hella cake. Tell me what you saying, yeah, I get